Courage is the key to great leadership. Courageous leaders and organizations can change the world and get to those opportunities on the other side of fear. Author, professional speaker, and thought leader in Courage, Simon Eakin, joins me now in studio for a masterclass on Courage. Simon, welcome to the show. Thank you. Simon, how did you become a thought leader in Courage? Well, Courage uh, really is um, it, it's something that we all you know, kind of need and require. And very often, of course, when I, when I say to talk to people about courage, you know, invariably the response is, ooh, you know, yes. I need some of that, or yes. I need more of that, or something <laughs> like that. So uh, I, I, my history is that uh, I was formerly a British Army officer, and uh, I bicycled from one end of Africa to the other. Uh, and I've been in the kind of leadership and personal uh, development game for the last 18 years. Um, but funnily enough, it was a... a, a an event uh, that happened uh, on a bus in London okay. um, late one night where I uh, was in a queue uh, waiting, it was about 11.30 in a place called Brixton in South London, which has a, a reputation for having some of the kind of worst crime statistics in London, all the associated behavior that goes along with it. And uh, we were in the queue and uh, there was lots of chatting and conversation as there is at 11.30 on a Friday night. <laughs> yes. And then we piled into the bus and everyone fell completely and utterly silent. Sure. And I wondered why, why does this happen? Why do we do that? If it were a bunch of seven-year-olds, yes. you know, it'd be a riot, right? You know, lots of chatting and conversations and it was just such a, an extreme contrast between the two. And I thought to myself, what is this and why do we do this as human beings? Because I was doing it as well, right? And, uh, and then I just had this idea, it's fear, you know? Fear of being vulnerable, fear of being too much of this, not enough of that, what will people think of me if I get it wrong? And so it's much easier just to keep quiet and yes. not risk ourselves. Yes. And so then I had this crazy idea, which was to stand up and make a speech. In the uh, bus. In the bus, yes. I wasn't drunk and I wasn't talking about religion. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, I was so. <laughs> and, and I got up and I, I, I made a speech. And I, I said, you know, why is it that we're so quiet when we've got so much to talk about? And all that conversation just evaporated the moment we got into the bus. And, um, and I started speaking and stuff just started Came out. coming out, you know. And, um, and I want to, and I, it just, it was just the most extraordinary thing because, uh, you know, one of the things that came out was, as I was just, got, you know, kind of, didn't know what was going to show up, was <laughs> I said to the audience, you know, this was in 1999, I said, um, you know, think about Nelson Mandela, for example. You know, what's the difference between Nelson Mandela, me, and you? And I said, nothing, really. Nothing. You know, we're made of the same flesh and blood. We're all human beings, so what's different? And I said, you know, really, he had a commitment. And he never gave up, regardless of how tough it got. And most of us, we give up. You know, we have a, you know, a gym program. Yes. And then, you know, um, two days into it, we quit. You know, relationship gets a bit hard. We'll go find another one, you know. Mm. And, um, and so I, I conducted this speech. And by the time I got off the bus, about eight minutes later, this, this community had kind of exploded into conversation and interaction. It was a combination of being at a a stand-up comedy club <laughs> on a Friday and a kind of some really lively, you know, convention. And I was hooked and I thought, wow, you know, if I can do that with all my doubts and fears and worries that I have as a human being, 
then then anything is possible. And then so that's how it started. And since then I've done you know hundreds and hundreds of talks, uh, both professionally and otherwise. And otherwise. Uh, and, and I really what I'm hoping to do is to conf- walk the talk. You know, confront my own fear, uh, face and learn about my own courage, because I'm extremely fearful. I'm just like you, <laughs> or anyone else. <laughs> but Simon, is your definition of courage based only on fear? What is courage? Well, courage, if you look at the word, that's always a good place to start, right? So, core is from the Latin heart. All right. And age means movement. So, it's movement from, from the, the heart. heart. You know, very often we say things like, you know, my heart says this, or my gut feel says that, or I wish I'd listened to my... But I'm and that's too scared too. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, from a spiritual perspective, you know, it's where kind of God resides, if you like, you know, and, but we don't listen to our hearts. We listen so much to our heads. Our heads are like tricksters, you know, <laughs> yes. they, they can play all sorts of tricks on us. So, so really what I say is that courage is being fearful, i.e. uncomfortable. Okay. Uncomfortable and doing it anyway. So, so really my, my take on courage is, 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 just to repeat that, because it's really, really important, is to be fearful. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the club, you know. <laughs> and now what am I going to do? Because it's the doing that's going to make the difference. Am I going to be scared? Am I going to shake? Am I, all of that, absolutely, because that's my humanity. And it's really the key is like, to courage is, is what I'm thinking of difficult, awkward, uncomfortable, embarrassing? If those lights are ticked, you're in the you're right in ballpark, the right. and there you go. But Simon, talking about courage mm. in the business world, yes. a lot of business leaders talk about leadership, sales, um, um, innovation, yes. all qualities that emanate from courage. Because in order for you to be a great salesman, you get rejected a couple of times and that takes courage. Yes. In order for you to be a good leader, you need to make unpopular decisions and that takes courage. Yes. And the same thing can be said for innovation, for you to come up with ideas that are groundbreaking, but at the same time are defying the traditions and that takes courage. Yes. How important is courage in the business world? Oh, it's, it's essential. It's, it's not only I would say it's essential, I'm maybe a little bit biased because I'm so passionate about the subject, <laughs> but I think it's... Winston Churchill, who wrote a lot and has obviously a reputation around courage, he said, courage is the most important of all the virtues, for upon it, everything else depends. And you'll see people like um, Maya Angelou and Nelson Mandela and hundreds of people give their own version of something like that. Because mostly our egos and our identities do not, are not interested in courage. We just much rather just, you know, keep it safe, keep it neat, you know, risk-free. Yes. But unfortunately, we just, we don't grow, we don't learn, and we don't expand ourselves as human beings. So, you know, the, the interesting thing is, and I, I think it's such a brilliant idea that you're doing this program, you know, the soft skills. You know, yes. I think when I think of soft skills, I think of, like, the brain, right? Yes. The brain is made of soft stuff, you know. <laughs> and, it's, and the soft stuff is actually the hard stuff. That's and true. And the hard stuff is the soft stuff. So, you know, if you take um, sales, you know, I mean, how difficult is it, right? I mean, you know, I've got a product. You know, you might want to buy it or might not. Hey, I've got a product. Would you like, are you interested? And, and you'll say yes or no. And if you say no, I go on to the next person. If you say yes, we say, how many would you like? And it's really easy. So I think it's easy mm. to do the hard stuff. Yes. And that's, that just, you know, you, you see countless amounts of you know, sales courses and you know, all that kind of stuff. The bit that's missing is transferring that knowledge into action. Because it means taking a risk. So, Simon, what are people afraid of? Everything. That's true, though. Everything. 
I mean, right now I'm sitting here thinking, you know, I'm talking to you and I'm, I'm really enjoying it, by the way, you know, <laughs> like, but also there's this little, there's this, this quiver of what I call kind of ubiquitous nervousness, you know, like everywhere, like little voice in my head at the back. I'm just observing it, right, going, oh, you know, I hope you're doing all right. Is it yes. okay? What are, are they going to think of what I'm saying? All of that stuff. And then I think the important thing is just to notice it. Not to do anything about it. That's the real key. You know, transformation is allowing things to be mm. as opposed to trying to change things. Because when you try to change things, that's, that doesn't work. So when I said everything, I really mean everything. You know, and um, I'll give an example. So I, I remember I, I had a, a client who was a publisher and he wanted to go into a venture with someone. I was coaching him and, and, and he was clear that he needed to put this number on the table. Uh, for this investor partner and, um, and and he knew that that's what there was to do and then he just wasn't doing it he just wasn't doing it and I said, and we kind of dug a bit and inquired and I said to, I just I said to him like have you asked him have you just asked him <laughs> you know like would you like to put this money into the business and, that's and it. He, well no I haven't he'd been talking about it for months sure. strategizing maybe this maybe that so I said look okay you ready to go like just ask the question what's the worst that could happen and the worst that could happen invariably is just not that bad. Yes. I mean, we're not going to die. <laughs> we're really not going to die, right? So he went into the meeting. He asked the question. He walked out with a five million round investment. Really? Just having the courage to go, okay, well, what's the worst that could happen? Let me take a risk. So Simon, what are the misconceptions around courage? Are there any? If someone stands up against their boss or decides to defy what is deemed as <laughs> normal, is yes. that courage? Well, there's huge misconceptions about courage. So I, I, I'm a professional speaker and a thought leader on courage. Wow, that's great. You know, and then, so I have these conversations with people and they say, what do you do? And I say, well, I'm a, you know, I'm a teacher of courage. And they go, wow, that's so great. You know, <laughs> we need lots of it around here or you know, we could do with it. And, I don't and there's huge enthusiasm. Yes. But the problem is people relate to it like something that it's not. So what I'm trying to do is promote courage that it's, it's here. Now, it's not. You see, most people, when they think about courage, they think of maybe battlefields or you know, saving Private Ryan or, yes. or, or, or you know, some really kind of hectic thing. But, but that's what I term bravery. So I draw a distinction between bravery and courage. Bravery is when people do extraordinary things. And it's kind of like our physiology just takes over. You know, mothers will lift a car to protect their child and they'll go back and try and lift it the next morning. No chance. No way, right? Yes. Kind of the, you know, <laughs> so bravery is when we, we just uh -huh. do stuff. You and I will do stuff, extraordinary stuff, if, you know, our children's lives are threatened or something of that nature, right? But courage is something different. Courage mm -hmm. is more it's a moral stance. It's like, this is right for me. It's not right that my boss continues to speak to me like that. Mm -hmm. I've got to have this conversation. There's a risk in that. I might get fired. Well, yes. you know what? Forget fired. Well, actually, I'm just not in the right job anyway, right? And there'll be plenty of others. So then, you know, it takes the courage to trust. Trust the process that it's going to be okay, you know? <laughs> so really my thing is like everyday courage. What are the things that you can do today? There are things that you and I can do today just a, with a little bit of awareness and a little bit of creativity that could really just change our lives. Simon, so last words of encouragement. Last words of encouragement, um, give it a go, give it a go. And I'll, I'll leave you with a, a, a little mnemonic that I've created called DARE. So I dare you. Yes. I, I dare you. <laughs> you, you. Uh, and and the, the, the DARE that, that, that I'll, I'll issue with is that the D is decision. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons we don't 
really you know optimize our potential is that we don't make decisions we don't and and if you look at the word decide c-i-d-e ends in the same four letters as homicide genocide fratricide pesticide it means to kill off so when you make a decision you're killing off the alternatives you're saying okay i've got enough now i know i'm just gonna go for it and um so that's the d and then the a is action which the, once you made a decision it only becomes a decision when you act on it right and then, so that's the d and the, the a, a and then the r, r is the result you get whatever result you get sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad but it's always an absolutely honorable result because you've made you, you've taken a you've taken a risk and you've taken a leap that decision and then the e is to evaluate like oh, okay that worked well or <laughs> that didn't work so well like that so i dare you and give you it a shot over again yes. simon thank you so much for joining us it's You're been an welcome. interesting chat and we hope to have you again on the show thank you very much and that was simon eakin author professional speaker and thought leader in courage